The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Had just 185 yards against Carolina. They put up seven. Oh, it's J.J. who pulls it down and takes it home. My goodness, he makes another huge play on Thanksgiving. Witty. Fake to Prosize. Watson's going to throw it to him. He secures it for the touchdown. C.J. Prosize. Now going back to the end zone, and it's an over-the-shoulder catch and a touchdown by Duke Johnson. And he's heading to the locker room also. He wants Sean to do First and 15. Lost this one for Fuller. He's open. Touchdown, Houston. Look at Duke Johnson. Tosses it back. And wide open is Fuller. For the touchdown. Are you kidding? I mean, this is unbelievable. Just silencing the fans here. But this is outstanding play calling. You know how many plays or run like this right now out in the backyards of America on Thanksgiving Day? There's something that we want the exact look. And, and really, when I when I called the play, Duke looked at me and was like, hey, if we got pressure, you know, I'm going to keep it. You know, I'm not going to pitch it back. So that's why he kind of carried the ball a little bit longer than what he's supposed to and when he kept it I just called him I was like hey Duke Duke and I was yelling his name and he just turned around and threw it back to me and I grabbed it and I seen Will naked so I got it to Will and that's how it really happened so he was really keeping it because that's what he that was the plan if pressure you know keep it but I called his name and he trusted me and, and pitched it back and I just grabbed it and launched it sports 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 so they just sit there and talk about sports yeah, and there was a lot of sports over the last few days. And you can't go 9-7 and seven until you go 4-7. and seven. Let's do this. It's a Monday on The Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Power, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message, Aaron will read it. There's Twitter at Fred Power, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can uh, watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Monday after a long weekend with lots of action and NFL, college football, uh, college basketball. I got to watch some of that yesterday. A lot of stuff happening. What's going on, Hoffman? Sports and stuff, man. What's going on with you? Pretty much all sports. Not a lot of stuff. Um... Can I? I didn't. I wasn't going to get into this because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But can I just address the topic that Josh just spent his whole show on very briefly? Sure, why not? Uh, you guys do know she's not the first female to ever play college football. Katie Nida. Yes, people forget all about uh, her. Do the Lobo motion, kick two extra points in a game, if I'm not mistaken. The big deal was when she was at Colorado. It was a big deal that she was the first lady football player, but she never got to play in a game. So she said, you know what? I'm sick of this garbage. I'm sick of waiting on PT, so I'm transferring. I'm entering the transfer portal, and I'm going to the University of New Mexico, and I'm going to kick two extra points in the same game. Well, she was also raped at Colorado, which is one of the reasons she transferred. Well, 
okay. <laughs> if you want to. You yeah, want to. that probably had something but, to do uh, with it. But playing time was tough to come by also. <laughs> but the uh, it's so funny that everybody was acting like, uh, oh, this is a first. This is a first. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even close. So just wanted to. Uh, no, but and now like the, that's what all the headlines say. First female in a power five game. Uh-huh. Now they like do. That, that's the big difference. It's just it, it's funny though. It just it goes to show people don't do their their research. And this is the problem. Um, Chris, just off this topic alone, Josh needs to be off the air. Wow. Uh, uh, Crook says, "Okay, I usually give this dude a pass with his takes, but just a guy playing with other guys is laughable. I'll tune back in at four. The whole conversation was tongue in cheek. Josh was making fun of the fact that. Everyone was all crazy about this lady kicker, and it was more and more exposing the media, frankly, yeah. which you know I, I found amusing. And by the way, all that talk about me uh, having a, a serious sit down conversation with Josh—that was also rubbish. Uh, that did not happen. I I don't have time to talk to anybody on Monday. I'm a busy man <laughs> on Mondays. I don't have time for that nonsense. Uh, but but yeah, that that didn't happen either. So uh, Josh. <laughs> If you got your panties in a wad, then Josh gotcha is what he did. <laughs> he gotcha. All right. Well, I just wanted to deal with that so we could get on with the real show. Okay. On to the show. Yeah. And uh, you know, before we get to the Texans, which, hey, nice uh, nice win. but Nice win. Can we talk Better about. Better than a loss, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, that, was, that actually went very well for me because my bookie had that free $250 play. Uh-huh. I took the Texans minus three and a half. Well, there you go. Look at you. And actually, I was having I was having such a great weekend. I was four zero in our pool. All I needed was Kansas City minus three and a half. I was feeling really good for most of that game. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that sucks. And I was texting Eric, and Eric Eric was on it too. So we were both, you know, Brady throws that pick. We're like, yes. And then not so much. Yeah. But uh, I, I I just want to point out the hypocrisy of the NFL with what they did to Denver this week. I mean, that wasn't football. And, and everybody who whines about integrity of the game well, because of inflated balls and stuff like that, where's the outrage for the NFL basically saying, we're going to make you play a guy who has no business playing quarterback. Push the game. You can't push the game back to Tuesday like you did the Steelers. I, I don't know if, if you guys are as – in fact, I know the two of you aren't as nerdy about college football as I am, but I remember – and only because I bet on it a, a lot <laughs> – but I remember Kendall Hinton at Wake Forest. He was, and they say a, a college quarterback. And Kendall Hinton at one point was a college quarterback at Wake Forest. And then one week he was suspended mysteriously. And I, I'll be honest, I don't remember why. And I, I, I didn't bother to look it up today, to be honest. I, maybe I could have. But when Kendall Hinton came back from suspension, he just wasn't the quarterback anymore. <laughs> he was a wide receiver now. And it was. I mean, nobody was really paying attention to Wake Forest, and if that happened at a, a, a different school, it would have been a big story that this guy who's been the quarterback for the first three or four games of the season got suspended, he came back, and now he's a receiver. It was a big story when Ryan Tannehill did it, yeah. although Ryan Tannehill did it without being suspended, <laughs> as far as I can remember. Uh, but it was it, it was a really weird situation that got him, you know, like it, that that made him not a quarterback anymore, but... The guy was obviously better at wide receiver, right? And he right. was only an NFL prospect at wide receiver. And dude, what? I mean, obviously, it, it was a disastrous showing. Uh, it, you know, one of 
nine for 13 yards yeah. or something like that. But that what that goes to show is this is a guy who was not only like a D1 quarterback, he played at a Power 5 school. And it tells you how fast the NFL is, like how what what the the difference is from playing college football to the NFL. It and it's why only the best of the best. Not, I mean, there's guy a lot of guys make it because most most teams have three or four quarterbacks right. on their roster. But how difficult it is to be to really succeed at quarterback in the NFL? It's just so rare, and. It, it sh- you should think of this anytime there's like some quarterback who's in a gimmicky offense or is you know five foot five and but he you know he he's he put up a, he won a lot of games in college and you you wonder why people are like I don't know if it's going to work at the NFL level there's a reason why it's because the game is just so different at that level and. Yeah, poor. This is like the worst case scenario. The worst team for you to see in that situation is the Saints. This is, and this is what my biggest bet of the weekend, and probably my biggest bet in about the last three weeks was the under on the Broncos uh, Saints yeah. game, and I had it at forty two and a half. Nice. This was before any of this news came out right. about the quarterbacks, right? But my handicap was: listen, when you play the Saints, the first thing you do is say, well. We're not running the ball this week because literally no one runs on the Saints. You don't. You can't run on them. So you say, now what are we going to do? We're going to look to Drew Locke and say, come on, Drew Locke, you can do this. I don't think so, Bubba. And obviously I didn't think that uh, I, I didn't think the Saints were going to be looking to go wild with Taysom Hill out there right, either because right. they just want to get this game over with and, and, and get on. So I was like, it just seems like the perfect recipe for an under. Then this COVID stuff happens, and it's like, it couldn't be more tailor made. Now, mind you, the the total dropped six points at the news, which wasn't enough. It still went yeah. under. Yeah. Uh, but it it was just a situation where this dude, you know, you can't run the ball on this team. You're going to have to try to throw it, and it's like, oh, he completed more passes to the Bron or to the uh, Saints than he did the Broncos. Uh, it was just just an awful situation. But you know what, man? <laughs> Kudos to him for getting out there and doing it. Yeah. Because you knew he wasn't going to, you knew he wasn't, he, and you know what, he probably knew he wasn't going to succeed, but he said, you know what, you need me, I'll, I'll go do it. Now, is it garbage the NFL made him get into well, that situation? And, and, that, and that's my point, is, is there's no reason for that whatsoever when you've postponed other games, and you, you whine He's about still it. still like, well, the Steelers and Ravens are going to play in... April 13th, it looks like. I mean, it's, like, like it's pushed back as far as possible, but they're like, oh, yeah, Broncos? Y'all are going to pay for this. I, I, don't, I don't think – I mean, I don't, I don't know why. Maybe because the Broncos aren't a playoff team. But it, it does seem odd. And I, now, from what I was reading, the way that the – the Broncos all had contact was it was like they were egregiously breaking the rules, which there was no reports of that on the Ravens. In fact, it was a staffer right. who was who was the uh, the culprit there. It wasn't worse than what the Titans did, though. No, it wasn't. And, uh, and they pushed their game back. They did. I just I, I, I think it's ridiculous. And, you know, and, and I think the Saints are going to win that game anyway. But 
I think the other teams in the NFC who are battling them for the one seed would have liked to have seen a legitimate NFL quarterback. Oh, yeah. Them. So I don't ever want to hear any more integrity of the game BS from either the league or when somebody else gets caught filming somebody. I don't ever want to hear that again. All right, we'll take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. The Broncos even tried to get the league to allow them to sign their offensive quality control coach, Rob Calabresi, from the coaching staff onto the active roster, and the league denied that request, saying that you could not use the coaching staff as a storage ground for players. So now the Broncos are in a situation that we've never seen before. And again, I think it'll be interesting theater watching the Broncos try to field an offense today. And we're back on the Blitz, and yeah, that was something we're talking about on Twitch, that the league said, uh, no, you can't, we don't want you stashing a coach. And it's like, guys, it's the COVID, it's a different, it's a ridiculous situation. You can allow a one-time waiver. Besides, that's what the IR is for, isn't it, right, Texans? Yeah, that's what the Texans do on IR. Instead of giving a coaching job, it's like, yeah, you go stay on IR for a while. Speaking of Texans, um... Good win, obviously, on Thanksgiving and uh, another big game for Deshaun Watson, who has now gone six games in a row without an interception in seven of his last eight. It's pretty good. Uh, but remember when we were having the discussion about how often elite quarterbacks have elite games yeah. based on QBR? And basically, Watson had had two in, I think, his last 16 games. Yep. Care to guess how many he's had since Bill O'Brien's been fired? Three. He's had three. And, uh, you know, and he's only had one game, and that was a Cleveland game where he had a 55. And that was, I don't blame him for that. That was just a garbage yeah, game. Yeah, it was just a garbage game. But 89.8 Thursday, 86.2 against New England. He had a 94.4 in the loss to Tennessee. And it, it does lead credence to the Bill O'Brien was holding him back thing. I think because not that Tim Kelly is some great offensive coordinator, although I'd say the play calling is better, although they, they still haven't figured out how to run the football. It also lends credence to look at the schedule early in the season versus look at the schedule since Bill O'Brien left. It's lightened up. Yeah, we knew it would, though. You're not playing the Ravens and the Steelers anymore. You're playing the, the Lions and the Jags. Yeah, but you were also losing to the Vikings and not really being competitive. True. And Well, it t- turns out. Vikings ain't that bad. No, and they they turned it around, but at the time, they were playing as poorly as anybody in football. Yes. so Except for the Texans. Yeah, (laughs) that's about it. Well, and when we say that, we're not including the Jets or Jags in this conversation. Listen, even when the the Texans were 0 and whatever, 0 and 5, is that what they started, 0 and 5? 0 and 4. It was was basically generally accepted that no matter, even if the Texans went two and fourteen, one and fifteen, which it looked—I mean, obviously now they're not—but it didn't look like at the time they would. But it looked like they were going to be really awful. I still think they're pretty awful. 
it was always kind of just generally accepted that they're not as bad as the Jets or Jags. No matter what the records say, the Jets and Jags are, it's a, that's a different level that like now, and I think the Texans have worked their way into that conversation of they're kind they're like an NFC East team. Now they're bad, but there's a lot of teams in that level of bad. It's you're in the same level of bad as the Patriots and the football, football team, team and, and, Cowboys. and the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And, and you may actually be at the top of that. Group. You might be. So, and uh, you've you've firmly uh, you firmly planted yourself ahead of the Lions, who were also in that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and you know, you still have the Bears left, and they're they're in that conversation. They're too. falling into that. Con- they were we, the Bears tricked us. They, they uh, <laughs> early in the season they were like, "Oh, look at us! We're going to come out. We're going to play hard. We're going to play good defense." And it doesn't matter what our offense does. We're still going to be a tough out. And then it turns out, no, our offense is still really bad. And our defense is getting tired of carrying us. So now we just suck. And it We're doesn't really, matter who really you tried bad. out there at quarterback either. No. They're both just garbage. But uh, no, I, I think they're going to wind up winning six games. Maybe depends on how motivated Tennessee is in week 17. They may wind up with seven. And kind of goes back to what I've, I've been saying all year is I don't think – I think some – the right people could get this thing back to where you're nine and seven next year. I just don't know that they're going to get the right people. I, I, and we get so many mixed messages like one week it's, Oh, Romeo Cornell may get the job. Then it's, Oh, Romeo Cornell's not getting the job. Don't give Romeo Cornell the job. And that's kind of the problem I'm seeing right now with the success they're having. It's making me nervous that, because you know, when they start winning these games and people are like, well, maybe they will keep Romeo. It's a pandemic, so it's it's not going to be a an expensive hire. I'm like, oh no, this is you're going, you're doing it all wrong. Don't say don't say things like that. It needs to be a fresh start. Yeah, it needs to be a it and, needs to be a re, you, you need to hit the reset button. And, and I'm not saying you need to uh, kick Romeo out to the curb and yeah, leave let him, him stay jobless. on as assistant coach. And give him his old job back, and whoever, especially if you get a young coach. An Eric B. Enemy type. Yeah, that's a good. It's a great guy to have around. Uh, But don't don't go into like okay, we're we're giving Romeo Cornell a two year extension. He's our new head coach. That's not the answer. I assure you, that's not the answer. Uh, But I I think it's nice to see some fight out of this team because they they easily could have just rolled over and because there's really nothing to play for. They and we said this a while back. They, the, with the start that they had, they left themselves really in no man's land where you're not playing for the playoffs and you're not playing for a draft pick. So you're just riding out the season. Right. And, it, and that's, boy, that's the lamest situation to be in. And well, now there are some things, there's at least one thing that jumped out at me that happened uh, over the break that makes me go, oh, who the hell's running this show? Kenny Stills released, yeah, for nothing. Like, could you not get? Uh, did you? Did you, were you only looking for deluxe nuts for Kenny Stills, or could you have taken some planters, some peanuts? Well, why didn't you move him at the deadline if you were planning? That's to what cut I'm him? saying. Now, I, I figured they'd cut him next year because it'd be seven million dollars, and but it doesn't make sense to cut him now. Yeah, it made sense to move him at the deadline or move another receiver at the deadline and give Stills their playing time. But if you're like, well, there's just no playing time for Kenny Stills then why didn't you move him at the deadline? Because there are teams out there, I, there are definitely teams out there that could use a Kenny Stills. There's a lot of teams that could use a, a receiver, even though, yeah, I mean, he's 
He's not a superstar by any no. stretch, but he's a solid little but player. But if he gets you a sixth or seventh round pick, yeah. that's something. Yeah. Uh, but one guy I wanted to give some real credit was is Terrell Adams played out of his mind again Thursday. That that has been maybe the biggest improvement in the defense. Sorry, Bernardrick McKinney. Uh, we won't miss you. But I, I think him moving into that linebacker position made them slightly better because he's all over the field, man. He had 17 tackles. He was in on the, the you know, forcing the fumbles. I mean, he just, he played really well again. That's a guy I feel pretty good about moving forward. That, uh, you know, if, if Zach Cunningham continues to play well, at least that position, because we were talking early on, we were talking about, oh, there's maybe four guys you'd want to keep on this team. I, I think you're seeing some guys develop, yeah. which I thought would happen. Uh, and I think he's one of them. And I think if you go into next. And it's nice because he's cheap. It is, and Justin Reed continues to start playing well again, which uh, he didn't for the first part of the season. So but again, I, I do think we need to we, we need to qualify all of this, and and I uh, I cashed a ticket on the Texans this week, um, as did I, because I said, oh, Kenny Galladay's not playing, DeAndre Swift's not playing, right? Guess what the Lions' offense is without those two guys. It, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically the Bears. It's TJ Hawkinson who was on my fantasy team. And, and he was the only, and <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason, like the first quarter, the Texans were just like, all right, we're not covering that yeah. guy. Yeah. No, don't worry about the big white boy. And, and he was just killing him. And I was like, what? He's the only good player on their offense. What? Why aren't they looking at him? Uh, but yeah, the, that offense was inept. So uh, yeah, and, and that, you certainly have to qualify with that. But I'm, I'm. I'm going back two, three games now with guys like Adams and Cunningham, who both played well last week it, against the Patriots as and well. And again, I don't want to poo-poo that too much, but like I said, you've gone on a stretch here where you've played some pretty bad offenses. You've played the Jags and the Pats. I mean, it's you, these guys should be looking good. I mean, God, if they looked bad against these teams, we'd have a real issue. Yeah, but you know they have looked bad against bad teams yes. before. So, um, or, or not even bad teams, but just teams that aren't that great running the football. We're killing them early. And yeah, you know, I, I think, I think, I mean, I think it's improvement more than it is just, and, and part of it's the schedule certainly and playing against offenses that aren't that great. I mean, let's remember the Lions scored all of zero points the week before. Yeah. Against a, a Panthers defense that is not good. Not the pain. If the Panthers shut you out, that's, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the eh, Panthers, not, not the greatest. Not the greatest team, although you know they, well, they blew one yesterday too. Yeah, um, but it, it was nice to see the Texans go out and flex on a team that wasn't the Jags. Like it, you yes. know, I, it, it's are the Texans going to win some games against the Patriots? Sure, they're probably going to lose some games. A, against it was the still Patriots. a one possession game at the end, right? And, and it, I mean, they, I think, I felt like they were in control of that game. But they were one bad play away from right. suddenly that but, losing that game. But no one thinks the Patriots are good, right? So that that still makes you go, eh, I don't know what I feel about this. And then you flex on the Jags. No, no one cares because it's the Jags. What they did, and not that the Lions are any anything special, but they are in the same tier as the Texans. So to go out there and really just stomp a hole on them, dunk on them, hang on the rim a little bit, yeah, it was nice to see. Yeah, and and I mean, I I don't really, I don't have too much to complain about in that game. I feel like they they did. They still can't run the ball. No, that, and that's. I, mean, and that's I, I think I've just accepted that. That you know what they're they're going to run the ball ten times for twelve yards every game, and just which know, I, I'll it. say this for Deshaun, 
I mean, it actually it does give you hope that there is still more of a ceiling on Deshaun than we've seen because, I mean, every every quarterback in the league that we consider, like, you know, it, let's say top ten level has a better running game than this. I think everybody in the entire league has a better running game than this. Uh, the Jets continue to put Frank yeah, Gore on the field, that's so true. there is that. But, well, yeah, it, I, we're talking about uh, some of the betting this weekend, and one cool thing about my bookie that they did every year on Thanksgiving, they do a free, basically a free roll, and you can bet up to $250 on the Lions and whoever they play. And guess who bet the Texans at minus three and a half and cashed that ticket? And that gave me free money to play with the rest of the uh, weekend. And they do all kinds of stuff like this. My bookie uh, gives you all kinds of opportunities. In addition to just having a site that's easy to manage, you can go on in and bet anything. You want to play parlays. You want to play tonight's game. You want to bet live, which I've been doing a lot of. Uh, it's all on mybookie.ag. Easy deposits and withdrawals, too. So uh, that, that's, a, that's a big, big plus. And they just give you tons of options. And college basketball going now. And you know how Hoffman kills college basketball. So if you're paying attention to him, you get a chance to jump in there. So we got plenty to bet on. You got college football, you still have the NFL, got college basketball. And if you join today, my bookie is going to match your first deposit 50%. Just enter promo code radio. If you put in 100, you'll get 50 extra to play with. Mybookie.ag, you bet you win, they pay. My bookie. So why would I cook? Hey, we rich, lit. We about to go up to space. Go toilet that took me a rich. When it comes to sports betting, sportsmapbets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, sportsmapbets has all the info you need to make the best play. sportsmapbets.com. is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And it looks like Will Fuller suspended six games for PEDs. Yeah, he uh, on his Instagram said, earlier this year, I sought treatment from a medical professional who prescribed medication that he believed to be permitted under the NFL's drug policy. As it turns out, my trust in this professional was misplaced because this medication was not a permitted substance. As a result of this mistake, I have been suspended for six games for taking this prohibited medication. I want to sincerely apologize to the Texans organization and all my fans for this mistake. I am looking forward to putting this all behind me and returning better than ever in 2021. Thank you will eh. i would have taken those bar nuts now yeah i would have too because now well we talked about this before you thought that they could maybe get a third round as a comp uh, compensatory yeah. pick yeah you think they could still get that <sighs> don't know now because this is an it's it now it's no it's not an injury but it's yet another season where this guy can't he can't put together a full season not even close to a full maybe season. that's why he was able to stay healthy yeah you know, um, I, I, and certainly that's going to be speculated on. 
So, um, yeah, especially because it's the first time he's stayed healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, a good look. Well, I guess the one positive is maybe you get him for a little bit less if you want to keep him next year because he's not going to get an $18 million a year contract after that. The Texans also released Kenny Stills. Yeah, great timing. Yeah. Great they, timing. But they had, but they had John can really do but, with no one. Um, Brandon uh, Cooks played well. Yeah, I, I don't know because... I'm pretty sure they knew about this because before the game sun or Thursday, because you know, they, there's all kinds of processes you go through and I'm, I'm sure that they have something else in mind, but they were expecting this to happen. I think, although again, we don't know who's running the store over there. So it's possible that they had no clue, but I mean, the test would have come back weeks ago, basically. And, then you go through the second test and all that stuff. And so they had to know this was going to happen, but oh, well, isn't that, that's just typical Texan. Yeah. And somebody asked, do we buy his excuse? No, of course no. not. So there's no excuse. I mean, if you've got a, I mean, you're one, these athletes, everything, all, any medication you you get, you can send to someone in the NFL and they will say, Thumbs up, thumbs down. It, the, the, they've built a, a process there to make it really stinking easy. So Yeah, and trying to blame it on your doctor. Okay, yeah. good luck with that. And somebody said he had the nerve to question why he was in trade talks. And I wonder if the team didn't know then that it was going to be a real possibility and that's why they didn't trade him. Or teams would have traded for him. Yeah, there's people saying not even mad at Fuller. Dude knew he couldn't stay on the field, did something about it. I guess. I mean, he... he but now, again, he's not on the field. Yeah, yeah. So what difference does it make other than he didn't break this time? God, whatever happened to that guy who, used, who tweeted me once when Will Fuller had a huge That's game? What, that'll happen. Yeah, whatever Will happened Fuller to that guy. Will Fuller has that game. And, they, and really, this was a, there's probably guys this week who were looking to flex on people who don't like Will Fuller or who don't yep. think Will Fuller's the real deal. And they came up, they got their tweets written out on Thanksgiving, and they're feeling real good about it. Eating the second piece of pumpkin pie, going, yeah, that idiot. He thinks Will Fuller in the baller. And then now they look like a holes. They're trying to go back and find that tweet from Thanksgiving so they can delete it. Yeah. Yeah. Dopes. Uh, and go dog on one. NFL six games. Does that mean he's had something prior? Or is this a first offense? No, six games is your, your, first, your first offense. First crack at it for uh, PEDs. So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's. I mean, there, there's nothing surprising about this to me at all. And, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't buy your excuse. I think you were trying to find a way to stay healthy, which I admire. But you should have had clean pee. You know, just like I didn't buy the Mexican meat excuse. I mean, you guys know what they're doing. You they know, know the what they're putting is, in their bodies. They've played 11 games this year. So that means... If you pay Will Fuller to come back or whoever gets Will Fuller, he's got to miss their first game next year. It'd be better if it was just like, yeah. No, that's, I, well, there, here's the one positive. See, me, Mr. Positive today. The Texans do want to bring him back. Now they'll get him cheaper because of that too. <laughs> they'll get so. a, uh, they'll, they'll get like a 7% discount. Good yeah. deal. So, and everybody's whining about him, him being on their fantasy team. Oh, well. That's why you shouldn't invest in a guy like Will Fuller. You know he's going to get hurt. Yeah. Why'd you draft you him in the first place? That's what you get, bro. 
Yeah. Well, and because he had the big game, everybody's oh, oh this is great. The, getting it for the stretch run here. I'm gonna have Will Fuller. Oh, it says here if you had him on uh, on Yahoo, uh, if you play Yahoo, they're going to disqualify his points for this week. So there's gonna be a stat change to Will Fuller. Don't you scare people like I that? I just wanted to give people some hell. <laughs> oh man. So uh I guess this means more Kiki Kuti. You know what? The guy that I, you know, by by week six, I'd forgotten he was even on the team. So good for him. Run out there and grab him. There you go, guys. Pick up Kiki. That'll fix everything for your fantasy team. <laughs> oh, boy. I guess we're going to see a lot more of those two tight end sets. Oh, I don't want more of that. Eh. But they, they're going to have to find somebody to be a third receiver now because Randall Cobb's out. Yeah. Um, unless, unless he's, well, I mean, I thought they IR'd him. Yeah, I don't think Randall Cobb's going to be back. So, or at least not for th- three more weeks. Hmm. Well, I it turns out I think releasing Kenny Stills was a bad timing thing. Yeah, I, I think in if they could rewind a week, they'd say, you know what, Kenny, we just want to make let let's let's ride this bad boy out, and you know if if things aren't working out, we'll we'll let you go, let you sign with a playoff contender. But wait until after this week just to make just to make perfectly sure. No. Oh, well. So he says, why do you think you wouldn't just be honest and say I've been hurt every year and did what I could? Because in the history of PEDs. You're not allowed to say that. Nobody's honest about PEDs. No one's ever been honest about it. And even Andy Pettit, who everybody praised, I guarantee he was doing a lot more than what he got caught with. So. You're not allowed to be honest about PEDs, unfortunately. No. I wish we could get to that point. Like, literally the only guy who's honest about it is Jose Canseco. Because he was like, you know what? But he wasn't at the time. No, not at the time. But and, and like, some of care. these guys have been in retirement, have been honest. Yeah. But he wasn't one of them. And but hell, even A-Rod runs from it as much as he can. Yeah, still. Yeah. I mean, as an agent for him, you also don't want him to go out and no. just say, I did it because he's got a contract that yep. he needs to sign. Exactly. And yep. every team's going to hand him that tweet or that Instagram post and go, so you admitted that you did PEDs. Hmm. Well... Yeah, especially in a contract year. This is this is about the worst possible timing for him. But, again, if you're a Texans fan who wants to see him back next year, it's probably good for you because he, he ain't getting a big contract from somebody. Nope. And Flimsy Cherry asks, is Yahoo really doing it? No, AJ was <laughs> guys. Oh, we're all – everybody's falling for things these days. I don't quite get it. Seven one. We're not a we're not a reliable news source. This station is that what you're saying? Um, do we pretend to be? I do. Okay, oh, that's right. Because you're supposed to be the. I'm a newsman. You're supposed to be the non-pedo Texans guy. How's that working out for you? It's going all right. The non-pedo part's been good. I haven't been breaking much news. Well, you just did. See, I don't think I broke that news. No, Ian, no, we're going to say you broke. No, 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 no. You you could say ian rapaport and i broke it i'm not, I'm not gonna say who was first i think we were around the same time no you just you just say what uh uh everybody else does you know it's like uh can confirm report of willful yeah. or suspension boom but i don't know if i can can even say i can confirm it because i really don't know if ian rapaport's full of it hey, or not can you read twitter yeah okay he does have a blue check so it's got to be true All right, I got to tell you guys about Pro Dunk Hoops. That's right. You want the best basketball goal on the entire planet in the whole wide world? 
ProDunkHoops.com is where you'd go to get that. Uh, and I know from experience, dude, because there's a ProDunk Hoops goal in my front yard on the driveway. My kid's out there hooping it up this weekend, in fact. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that keeps them out of the house, keeps them off video games, keeps them off their phones. It's just nice to get them outside. In fact, my son trying out for his basketball team today. And th- thanks to all the work he's been putting in on his pro dunk hoops goal. So uh, it's the thickest steel of any goal on the market, 75% thicker than the best brands in the big box stores. And it's got a tempered glass backboard. If it breaks or cracks for any reason, they're going to come out. They're going to replace it. No problem uh, for free. And they've got a design to fit your home, your backyard, your driveway. Uh, they've got a fully portable version if that's what you need. Something for everybody. They're all adjustable from 10 feet to 5 feet. So check them out now. See it all at ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com. 281-351-9822 for ProDunk Hoops. is the blitz on ESPN 975 You are listening to the blitz on ESPN 975 and on ESPN 925 Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. So Jason Braddock sent me a couple of texts. So, so you mean Fuller didn't stay healthy because of changing his posture? That was a real thing in the preseason. Oh, so really? he changed his posture and expected to stay healthy this year. Posture starts with a P. And uh, he also says uh, Pat D. Stat would just repeat other reporters' tweets as if he was breaking news. So with that reasoning, AJ should break this news as non-pedo breaking Texas news. Well, there you go, boys. Yeah. All you guys who like your non-pedo Texas news, there it is. Well played, sir. Um, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. 5 o'clock, we'll go through all the games and uh, in the NFL. Grim was asking, Fred, did you get to watch the UH Tech game? I did because I thought the Chiefs game was nice and safe and I didn't have to worry about them covering. But, yeah, I watched UH Tech, and I did not get to see the Boise game because I was camping and had no TV, which is another story. But, um, but yeah, the uh, I, I thought they looked really good, especially in the first half. They opened up about a 20-point lead. I think Tech's, Tech is a good team. I think they're solid. Uh, I yeah. mean, they, they, they shouldn't have looked that bad, I'll tell you that. So, I mean, I haven't seen enough. And that's not even the full the full UH team. Like, they're, right. they're, they're still missing some pieces. And, and, and Caleb Mills still doesn't look like Caleb Mills yet. And um, the, the Mark kid looks like he's going to be really good. But I haven't seen enough of the other teams that are in the top 10 because they were number 10 in the poll today, which I think is pretty impressive. But I haven't seen enough of those teams yet to be able to judge where they fit. Um. You know, I you've obviously watched a lot more than I have, but I haven't seen the the big dog teams really. So I watched Gonzaga just pull Kansas's pants down. I mean, Gonzaga's the real deal. Uh, they, I'm I'm, and I'm I'm going to tell you guys this now. And this I know this nobody thinks I'm fun. Like what I always tell people, don't do giant parlays. Don't do this. And people are like, oh, that's no fun. In a, a season that's so messed up like this. 
don't put down futures bets. It's not wise. Too many things can go wrong. Like, you don't know if somebody's going to even finish their season. It's it's just not worth it. Uh, But if I were going to to put down one, I I would think it'd be on on Gonzaga. But as far as the AAC goes, I I don't even really – like, Memphis is good. Cincinnati's solid. SMU looks good. These are all teams that – I could see all four of those teams making the tournament. I think the cutoff line is probably about there. I think Wichita with a new coach is going to be tough. Uh, Tulsa, eh. yeah. But I, I think that those four teams are play are, are uh, tournament teams. At least three of the four. UH is. I, I mean, they're ahead. They're ahead above the rest of the guy uh, of Memphis and Cincinnati, in my opinion. Well, and remember, we were talking about preseason odds to win conferences, and they were eleven to ten. I'm like, really? They're that big of a favorite in this conference? And from from what I've seen, and I, again, I watched half of Lamar game and the Tech game. I did not, I haven't seen the Boise game yet, so I, I don't know. I I was having to text people to find out what was going on in sports because I had no no access on my phone to apps, and um, you know, basically said, hey, got out to a big lead, let it get close, and then held on. It's like, okay, then need to be play better against Tech, so they did. Joshua says Mike Golick was pretty honest about his steroid usage. I mean, I guess he could have downplayed it, but was never a great or even good player, so why lie? But, yeah, he also did it after his career was over. Another one that uh, – and when he was doing it, it wasn't technically illegal. Yeah. So there's different motivation for things like that. When guys just get caught, they're not going to tell you the truth. And I, I don't know of anyone who ever has. So at least guys who were confirmed caught. 713 780 ESPN your number 713 780 And um yeah, so there's a kind of your typical text. And even when things start looking good, <laughs> it just it just has to happen, right? In the words of the great American poet Taylor Swift, this is why we can't have nice things, honey. Because you break them, I have to take them. Away, yay, 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 yay. Hmm. Can't have nice things. I think we'll be seeing a lot of this uh, Coulter cat that uh, they've been talking about for a while has been up and down from the practice squad. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I can't even begin to guess what he'll do. But we'll see. I mean, <sighs> I I just I can't even be remotely surprised by this. So, um, you know, I guess you'll just have to. It'd be interesting to see why they cut Kenny Stills if they knew this was coming. I don't know if they did. I mean, I, it's they had to. They had to know it was a possibility. Uh, when they did that on Friday, because you'd be waiting for, yeah, you know, especially because if I'm not mistaken, you have to. There's two test samples. And if you test positive for one, they notify you. And when the second one comes back, that's when they say, you know, maybe they didn't know. I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't know why, because it's the Texans. But um, it just seems like an odd timing decision. Now, he hasn't played the last two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Still hasn't. Yeah, no, so I don't know. If, healthy scratch. Yeah, I don't know. if, uh, And maybe there's some, some health problems with him that we just don't know about. Because I know he was he was basically wearing a hat against the Patriots the whole time, and then didn't play at all Thursday. So uh, I'm sure there's more to it. 
But again, that's giving this organization the benefit of the doubt and we don't even know who's running it. Oh, well, we know it's Jesus Easterby, right? <laughs> I guess he missed I guess he missed a prayer meeting. Uh, squeeze a call on. Sure. Let's do Mark. What's up, Mark? Hey, gentlemen. Sports. Sports, Mark. Hey, um, I got a two-party question. How good is the Texan scout team? And with all the cancellations of these college games, is that going to benefit the Texans where they'll be able to find that diamond in the rough for the third round since that's their first pick? I'll listen to you. I well, don't know. I wouldn't feel great about it. Well, we don't know who it's going to be. I mean, they may bring in all new scouting teams, but as Lance has, has talked about a lot, it's not easy doing evaluations this year of college players. You've got a lot of really good ones who've opted out. You're getting a, a smaller sample size. Uh, there's some guys, especially guys who only played a few games that opted out this year. You're, it's going to be a lot more guesswork. So in a way, I think it increases your odds of finding somebody a little later. But that means you know something other teams don't. And we don't even know who's going to be in the, in the front office, do we? We have no clue. No. And we don't, we don't know what the scouting staff's going to look like. So, yeah, there, there's no way to evaluate what the Texan scouting staff, I mean, because the guys that are there now probably aren't going to be there in January. So, you know, Brother Bear asking, not going to happen yet. If these Texans went out, would that mean Easter Bunny and Grandpa Day? We, we talked about that. That's, that is, I don't think, is a realistic scenario. I mean, Easter Bunny's going to be here. He ain't going to be the GM. I, mean, I think they've been pretty clear about that. Now, they may just be pandering to the fan base, too. which Because every time they've leaked something like, oh, Romeo might stick around. No, 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 the fans scream. Easterby might be GM. No, 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 the fans scream. I think the Texans are paying attention finally, at least to, to what the fan base, they, at least to their reaction from the media and the fan base. Because I know they never cared when O'Brien was here. But... And, you know, kind of get back to my point about Watson earlier that, you know, he's already had three elite games since O'Brien's been gone. And in the prior 16, he'd had three. And, you know, you brought up that some of them were against bad teams, but he was having 60s and 50s against bad teams under O'Brien. Yeah. So I, I do think there's something to it, sir. Yeah. I, I, and yeah, I don't know that, uh, and man, if you could just get the guy a running game, but. You know, this season to me is dead. The only way they that we'd still be talking about them having any legitimate shot is if they had made that two point conversion against the Titans. Yeah. And somehow won in Cleveland. Then then you're looking at okay, you, you might still get there. Although the problem is the AFC, when you look at it, even being like six and uh I guess uh six and five right now or whatever, somewhere in that range, five and six. You're probably not getting in because, I mean, most of the playoff teams are looking at seven. The, the Ravens are not in right now, and you wouldn't have a tiebreaker against them. No. So um, I, I think it's it's one of the things where there's no chance that they would make it now, but even if they'd done that, I think it, they'd been up against it. All right, I got to tell you guys about Carbach Brewing, and Eric will be joining us remotely again today. He was supposed to be in, but you know what? He said, I'm going to do the right thing by by the Blitz guys. I'm going to send over a care package for him. So we've got some silver cans, some mystery cans that he's going to talk to us about uh, when we have him on today, and uh, we'll see we'll see what's cooking over there at Carbach. Uh, but, of course, it, you I mean, eventually you'll be able to get these beers too. 
Don't worry. Don't worry, you people. You, it, eventually, it'll go out to everybody, not just Fred and I. Uh, but listen, if, you, uh, if you're looking for something new to try, Carbox is a great place to go. They've got a ton of beers on the tap, or on tap, including beers that you won't be able to find anywhere else. A lot of limited release stuff, as well as all their uh, their regular series. So, I mean, you can get the uh, the Love Street and the Crawford Bach and all that good stuff, all the IPAs, but you can also get some rarer things as well. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See what's going on at the brewery, what's going on at the restaurant. But make sure when you're out and about this week, you stop by the grocery store, pick yourself up some Carbock. <laughs> Can't even say it with a straight face. This is why we can't have nice things. It's our. Because you break them, I have to take them away. This is why we can't have nice. ESPN 97.5. Please have a